Start your day with NatureMade, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. Crank it up and embarrass your children. The Roar, where every day is game day. Great friends at Kiwi Financial Group. You can get in touch with Kiwi Financial. Greg Wells and the great people there want to help you out. Kiwi Financial does a, an incredible job with you. Kiwi Financial, it's about setting you up with a free, no-obligation phone call. Uh, where do you go? How does it work for you? It's Kiwi Financial. Um, call today, 654-5043, 654-5043, kiwifinancial.com for more information. Security advisory services offered through the Strategic Financial Alliance uh, Incorporated, otherwise unaffiliated with Kiwi Financial. To our guest lines, where Tony Morell joins us from TheBigSpur.com. Good morning, Tony. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Nicky. How about you? Fantastic. The Gamecocks have a old face returning to Columbia. Tell me about the new tight ends coach and, uh, and Sean Elliott coming back to the Gamecocks. Yeah, I think it's a, a big hire for Shane Beamer in South Carolina. A um, little bit of deja vu all over again because go back to 2010 when Sean Elliott was first hired by Steve Spurrier. One of the big reasons why is because South Carolina was having such a hard time running the football with consistency, and uh, it's that's been a theme for the Gamecocks in recent years, and, and um, I think with their need to, to improve their running game combined with, you know, Lenore Sellers and, and his playing style and him being the, the presumptive starter, I, I think you know, what Sean Elliott likes to do in the running game fits very well with Lenore Sellers and, and the running backs. And, um, and I think that I think South Carolina's offensive line and you know offense in general needs a their mentality needs an overhaul when it comes to running the football. Uh, I think they need to to um, you know change the way they think about it, change how physical they are at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, at times how physical they are in practice. I think a lot of things need to change on that front, and I think Sean Elliott is the, the kind of guy who can come in and, and not work a miracle necessarily, but I do think he can get some better results and, and, and help accomplish some of the things that need to be done for, for the Gamecocks to, to be able to run the football with more consistency. Is it is it pretty simple? We'll see more zone read. Uh, he was more of a zone read guy, obviously App State guy, Georgia State. They kind of did like you saw him on other opposing sidelines at Georgia State. Is it, is it pretty obvious that, that zone read uh, could become a much bigger part of the offense? Rattler was not going to do a whole lot of it. Lenore Sellers might, might be the guy to do this now? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, I, I think you're going to see a lot of that, a lot of pin and pull, and just you know, let Lenore Sellers uh, you know, do the things that he's most comfortable with. And he ran a lot of that at the high school level. Uh, you know, When he came in the game, some in his limited playing time last year he did some of that and had some success in the red zone and some short yardage situations and uh, I think he just you know gives the defense someone else that they have to worry about in the running game and I think that's one of the reasons why 
you know, not it's not certainly not the only reason why. A lot of it went back to blocking and and just you know not being overly talented at the running back position. But when you when you don't have another threat uh, for the the defense to worry about, I think, and, and you and you combine that with not being a great uh, blocking team, uh, I just think it becomes a lot easier to for teams to contain your running game. But when you have to worry about someone like Sellers who can you know not only hurt you with his feet, but but also you know potentially uh, you know, hurt you with his arm as well. Uh, when you think it's a running play, there's a lot of different things you can do uh, with a guy like Sellers, and and I think it'll be good for his development to to not be asked to do things he isn't comfortable doing or or isn't already uh, you know hasn't already had experience doing. So uh, I think it should be a good marriage between you know Sellers and and Elliott, but also you know the tight ends and and those guys I think are another group that needs to get better when it comes to blocking. And Elliot, I think, will help change the mentality of that room as well. And, and really just the, the offense as a whole. You know, it, it's <clears throat> the receivers didn't block very well last year on the edge at times. Uh, it wasn't just the offensive line, but, but certainly the, the injuries on the offensive line and, and some of the inexperience and, and you know, tough scenarios they had on the offensive line, I think, led to a lot of the other issues becoming even bigger. So, um, I think Elliott's coming in at the right time, and, and I know he's excited to be back. I think he felt like he'd accomplished all he could at Georgia State as a head coach. That's obviously a tough job, and he'd been there seven years and had, had done a pretty good job with a tough situation. Uh, but his family had continued to live in Columbia while he was in Atlanta, and he would come back and forth. And I think he has always considered Columbia home and, and uh, knew he wanted to get back at some point unless he – obviously was able to parlay the Georgia State job into a bigger head coaching job, then that would have been a different scenario. But with that not looking like it's in the cards at this stage, I think he felt like the best thing for his quality of life and, and for his family situation was to come home and uh, should be a, a good marriage, I think. Uh, I want to go back to the last couple of years. Cause one of the things to talk about with Shane Beamer is identity and offensive identity. And uh, I still think that's probably fair to say that they're still kind of searching for that. Um, part of that, though, was with, with Spencer Radler, you weren't going to be you know, trying to run him a whole lot. And then the other part of it is, I'm not sure, even ability at running back and, and a talent level at running back. In the offseason, not only uh, the, 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 the hire here uh, with Sean Elliott, but Sellers, his skill set combined with maybe more talent with Sanders, Attaway, maybe Howell, some of those guys – uh, have we shifted down? I mean, we could blame offensive line, and rightfully so. They deserve some. I'm not saying that. We could blame somebody on scheme. But I think just personnel-wise, like you're just set your, – your your identities should be a little more run game, quarterback run game, more of a power run game than we've seen in the past. Fair to say that that, that might be the new identity of South Carolina's offense? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think you know, balance is a, use of, a, a word I have used a good bit in, in some of the articles I've written since Elliot came back. And, and even before that, I know it was something that uh, Dow Loggins, the offensive coordinator, wanted to be more balanced. And, and even last year, you know, in terms of, of play calling, you know, when, when, when the games were close, it was still pretty balanced in what he was calling. They just weren't having success running the ball. And uh, I know he wants to to be an offense that is balanced enough and productive enough to where you can keep the opposing defense off balance and not know what's coming and not be able to key on one one or the other, whether it's run or pass. And that's that's obviously 
I think you know most offensive coordinators' goal is to be balanced and to to uh, you know, be unpredictable. And uh, you know, I think South Carolina was just uh, it was too easy to stop their running game. And even though he tried to stay committed to it, they just didn't like you said didn't have the personnel to to, to pull it off. And it, and it wasn't just the offensive line, but I do think they're much better at the running back position. Um, and I think their offensive line will be better. I don't expect, you know, a miracle turnaround by any means. But if they can stay relatively healthy with the experience some of their younger players got last year and then some of the players they have returning, I think it'll be a better group. And I do think that you'll see them lean more on those running backs. And I think they'll be a better offense and a better team because of it if they can have success. And I think they will have more success. Whether they can make a huge jump obviously remains to be seen, but I think just from a personnel standpoint, an experience standpoint, a talent standpoint, um, I think it's a, a, a team that, that will have a, a much better chance to, to run the ball and, and, and be more dynamic offensively. I think maybe the biggest advantage there is Clayton White's defense may be on the sidelines, more time possession maybe, through some of that at least. Let me ask you about Sellers because I mentioned this last week. We are going to talk about Sellers a little bit. Um, personality-wise, leadership-wise, obviously physical toughness with that package that he's in, that big body he's in is one thing, um, um, as far as, as uh, mental toughness as well. Uh, the intangibles, makeup, what do we know about Lenore Sellers so far? Well, I, you know, I, I would say he has that natural aura about him that you like to see in a quarterback. You know, he's – I wouldn't say he's a quiet guy, but he's not—he's not super talkative. He's not a guy that's going to be running around yelling, and you know. Uh, he, he, but he has that magnetism, that aura, that natural way he carries himself. That I think you know he—he he is a leader. Is looked at as a leader, as that presence, I guess, is the best way to put it. Uh, he's definitely the kind of guy that that players feed off of and 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 want to play well for. And, and I think he, he earned respect of his teammates very quickly last year when he came in, you know, around this time and, and really shined in the weight room. Uh, I think he blew some people away with, with how strong he was, particularly in his lower body. Uh, and then that carried over into spring practice. And he had a, a really good spring game when he came in in the second half and got to play. And I think, you know, he, he's a guy that, that just – the way he's carried himself and the and the, the work ethic he's shown and the talent he's shown, um, he's a guy that, that, that a lot of his teammates have looked at as, as someone they could see had a chance to be pretty special. Uh, so I, I, you know, I think it, you, you'll you probably see a shift when he becomes the starter, um, you know, and he's not the backup anymore. I think that, that naturally uh, even more of his personality will come out and, and – and that presence will will, will grow. Uh, so I think he has the intangibles. You know, he's led his team to state championship at the high school level and uh, really carried them. And and you, know, you could see uh, his ability at that point. And I think that's just carried over to to his time, short time so far at South Carolina. So I'm, I know a lot of people are very excited to see what he can accomplish. And uh, and I think he'll. I think he'll prove to be a, a good leader and a guy that, that um, can can do a lot of good things at South Carolina if he stays healthy. Tony Morell's our guest, thebigspurt.com. I made the statement before that he needs to be, because of how daunting the schedule is 
and because of there's there's some question marks maybe on the offensive line, maybe at some wide receivers and some playmaker type positions there, that he's going to have to be. And I'm not saying as good as Cam Newton, but that type of uh, taking on a lot on the offense. And maybe you talk about lower body strength, like a, a, a Jalen Hurts, a college Jalen Hurts now at Alabama, of the having to make so many plays uh, himself with his feet, his feet buying more time in the pocket. Uh, are those fair in comparing, like, how big he is, what his body looks like style-wise, that you could see that running thread and that that uh, that they're going to need him to be those things if we're going to face that schedule and have a successful season this year? Yeah, I think so. You know, I don't know if if he'll be quite ready as a as a redshirt freshman to to carry the kind of load Cam Newton did, for instance, his one year at Auburn. But I, I do think the offense is going to be built around him, and 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 the, the characteristics you just mentioned uh, are why. But but I also don't want people to get the impression that he's you know a guy who who's a guy or you know just an athlete playing quarterback. He can throw the football. Uh, he can he can make throws that um, you know not a lot of guys at South Carolina have been able to make. And and I know he's replacing a guy who's you know I don't even know if it's arguable. I think I think Spencer Rattler is the the best passer South Carolina has ever had. And I, and I'm not saying Settlers is quite to that level, but uh, he can flat out throw the football. Uh, he can throw it down the field. He can throw it into tight windows. Um, you know he's accurate on on just about all of the throws and and is further along than than most guys are at this stage. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see you know how Dal Loggins uses him, how much he's willing to give him right off the bat, and 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 how much he's ready to carry. But uh, but the the thing you touched on that I think is going to be interesting is to see what kind of production South Carolina can get from their receivers, and they're still. A lot of unknowns, you know, Jared Brown and, and, and Gage uh, Lauberdane and and, uh, and Bruce from Louisville, these guys that, that have had fairly productive careers at other, at other schools, you just don't know how it's going to translate to South Carolina. And, you know, they don't have a Juice Wells. They don't have a Xavier Leggett that, that they know that is a proven guy at those receiver positions. So I think there's a lot riding on, on those guys being ready to, to produce and, and, and to help sellers as a redshirt freshman in the passing game. But I think that also puts that much more importance on being able to run the football. You know, if teams are able to make South Carolina one-dimensional again and – you're having to rely on inexperienced receivers or guys who aren't proven receivers at this level. Uh, I think that's that's a recipe for a lot of struggles offensively. So I think, but if they're able to run the ball and keep teams off balance, and I think that opens things up in the passing game and makes life easier on those receivers. So I think there's going to be a a, a definite balance they're going to have to strike there, and and uh, and production from the receivers is going to be a big part of just how good or, or how bad South Carolina is next year offensively. Texture wants to know, uh, this is a final question for you, Tony, uh, would Sean Elliott be a replacement guy I think, in case it didn't work out for Beamer? I would doubt that. One in five is an interim. Uh, the Georgia State record, I'm not sure the, the excitement level. Plus, if it went bad for Beamer, I'm not sure it would be good for his staff. Uh, any chance at all you can see maybe Sean Elliott parlaying this into the, the head coaching job one day maybe at South Carolina? I doubt it. I don't think that's the 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 goal or or the reasoning behind this move. I think what 
you could potentially see him become is, is the offensive line coach again if somehow things didn't right. work out with Lonnie Teasley. The line didn't work out this year, didn't improve enough. You've got your, uh, a guy ready to step right into that role. But I don't think head coach is, is, the, is the likely next step. Um, you know, I think at this point in his career, um, you know, this is more what he's looking to do, and, and I don't think he was brought in as a potential replacement for, for Beamer necessarily. Yeah, totally agree with that. Offensive line, it seemed like a, a natural transition. If it does happen there, it gives them an option there. Uh, tell us about the com. A lot of stuff coming up. I know we've got the March recruiting window coming up, spring practice right around the corner. Yeah, I think the dead period ends in, in less than two weeks. The recruiting is certainly going to pick up quite a bit, uh, especially once spring practice gets underway. And um, we'll have a, a ton of coverage of recruiting, a ton of coverage of spring practice. We're going to start our, our positional previews. Uh, for spring practice soon and, and have a VIP room on the site this morning with a, a ton of great recruiting content, uh, some uh, baseball and basketball content in there as well. So be a great time for anyone to join. So just go to the bigspur.com big and uh, become a member today. Thebigspur.com. Hey, uh, appreciate it for sure. Let's talk again next Tuesday. Have a great week, and we'll see you then. All right, sounds great. Thanks, Mickey. Tony Morrell, thank you of the Big Spur. Dot com. Hey, Trail wants to build your next building. At least talk to your next building and talk about the time frame and, and what it might look like and, and the value of what it, that could look like at Trail. Uh, the pre-construction, the design build, the construction manager at risk or delivery methods and, and some things they do and, and how that works. And then a building in the commercial, the faith-based, the industrial, multifamily, healthcare, education, uh, municipality work, uh, adaptive reuse, nonprofits to do all that and so much more. Uh, they do an incredible job in the community with their philanthropy. We love that. Let's face it, though. You want your building done on time. You want it done on budget. You want it done with no any kind of no, – no, uh, uh, I have to uh, – attorneys suing anybody later on. Never been sued. Never sued anybody. Uh, we love this idea that the, the, uh, the, you know, the great firm at Trail has a better building experience. The relationship is built. Uh, one person, one contract, one company means that it's going to be done on time on budget and have a great relationship in the process trail and the better building experience 800-319-7006 for the rest of the show open phone lines and text lines facts and children's on a tuesday much more when you come back right after this most folks in your neighborhood are realizing a garage floor coating is a must-have item our coatings are easy to clean extremely durable and they transform the entire space i'm jake wilson owner of iron drive floor coatings in the last 15 years we've installed over a million square feet of residential coatings trust in our team of professionals when it comes to your garage floor Go to irondrivegaragefloors.com to get a free quote and see our five-star Google reviews and gallery of finished jobs. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. Thank you for voting Tiger Express Wash as the best of the best car wash in 2023. Use your unlimited fast pass in Clemson, Easley, or Pendleton. Tiger Express Wash, proudly serving the upstate with more locations, same quality care. Here at ATV Outfitters, we stock more ATV, UTV, motocross, and street bike products than anyone for hundreds of miles around. We have more than 10,000 tires and wheels on hand, and we pride ourselves on great prices and getting you the accessories you need fast. Come see us in the items that are readily available to get your vehicle ready for the street, trail, or mud pit. Don't buy elsewhere. We'll both lose money. Come by the store located at 2485 Rutherford Road, Greenville, or shop online at ATVOutfitters.net. 
Did you know State Credit Union offers excellent rates on car loans? And when you get your car loan from State Credit Union, you'll enjoy having no car payments for 90 days. Visit State Credit Union today in Anderson, Clemson, Seneca, Greenville, Spartanburg, or Greenwood. Or visit them online at scscu.com. That's scscu.com. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender, federally insured by the NCUA. Samantha Porter, environmental educator, ready to encourage you. Pizza boxes, shipping and packaging boxes, appliance boxes are all examples of cardboard that is easy to recycle. Did you know that every school in Anderson County recycles their cardboard? And you can too. Did you know that cardboard generates the most recycling dollars, which allows our convenience centers to remain open and free to our residents? Anderson County Solid Waste is here to serve and help. 260-1001. Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at lowcountrymail.com. Are you tired of being stuck in automated phone loops, desperately trying to reach a real person? Hatflow Co. understands the frustration, and they're convinced there's a better way. Hatflow Co. believes in real connections with real people so strongly that they give you direct access to their owner-operators for that reason. Visit hatflowco.com and submit their contact form or call or text 864-216-3400. That's 864-216-3400. Hatflow Co., where personal service makes all the difference. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. Doug. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. But what to buy with those savings? Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Roar. Your home for all things analytics and salary cap analysis. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? We are the Roar, where every day is game day.
Tiger Sports, TigerSports.com. I have my Tiger Sports uh, hoodie on today since it was 30 stinking degrees today. But it is going to warm up. going to layer that for sure. Do you have any Lululemon stuff? You're a Lululemon guy over there, Faxon. I've got a few things. There you go. There you go. I figured as much. Uh, I love all of the, you know, the Nike stuff. I love all of the the uh, sideline apparel they have, the Tiger Sports collection they have. Uh, they've got the um, awesome-looking Lululemon, awesome-looking um, – collections from a bunch of folks out this way if you're making your way into baseball today you know you got a layer because temperature let me do this for you facts and chillers this is that time of year one of the, the the problems with looking at weather this time of year is you look at the high people look at a little emoji and they say rain it's like a 30 percent chance of rain it says well it's gonna rain today it's gonna rain all day no it might rain for like 30 minutes and it might sprinkle and it might not so you, you got to be careful on all this stuff so today you can look at the the emojis and tell you it's going to be 60 degrees today. Well, yeah, but if you're going to the baseball game at Clemson and you look at the time at, at 4 o'clock, it's going to be 59 degrees. That's great. Well, by the end of the game, we're down now to, to 50 degrees. Eh, a little bit of difference in us two. Be careful. See what I'm saying? Let's be careful. 10 degrees difference means a little layer in there for you. Tiger Sports Shop has those layers for you right now. Tiger Sports, TigerSports.com, uh, Clemson or College Avenue and Tiger Boulevard. Go by and see those good folks. Um, I, I, I kidded with facts and that during the break, what we could talk about is Kobe, Manu, uh, Garnacho, and Hoagland and these young superstars at Manchester United is going to be building around this four-game win streak and objects in his rearview mirror closer than they appear as Manchester United glory. Glory stinks up on Spurs. Yeah, it's it's been a rough couple of weeks as a Spurs fan. I don't really have too much else to comment, and it always feels worse when you're waking up at 7.30 a.m. to watch your team lose other than during the middle of the day. All right, I'm going to go back to another one of your teams, the Eagles and, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, we, were, we were surprised at Lenore Sellers how big he is. I mean, he's six foot. Let me see what they officially list him at in South Carolina because he's 245 pounds. Like, he reminds you a little bit of a Jalen Hurts in that lower body strength. You think of those videos of, of Jalen Hurts doing squats? And squatting like a gazillion pounds. And then you see, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a big part of who he is, right? That's why the, the tush push goes so good for him. Because he's just so strong in that, in that lower body. Uh, but he has obviously developed. And he's obviously a different player now than, than he was as a freshman or retro freshman in, in college as he continues to get a little bit better through all that. But in looking at Lenore Sellers, they list him at 6'3 and 240. Like he's a big, thick-legged, thick-thighed. Uh, as as <laughs> I love it when David Fairy talks about John Rahm because he fills out the trousers with that butt in those legs. This is a big dude, lower body-wise. Can you see him being college Jalen Hurts style-wise of tough yards, uh, run game being a much bigger factor than they've had there at quarterback under the previous uh, offense and, and what Spencer Rattler did? To, to be completely honest, like I have no idea. I felt like I had a really good pulse on the South Carolina football team last year. When we played one game, I went 12 for 12. Right. And I felt very confident about that coming into the season. Coming into this season, I have no idea what to expect from South Carolina football. There's so many elements of unknown. And when you have an unknown at quarterback, it's hard to evaluate your team because that's the most important position on the field. 
to be frank, I'm actually pretty excited to watch Lenora Sellers play football for South Carolina just because I think he's going to be significantly more entertaining than the last couple years of Gamecock football have been. Obviously, they had the successful 2021. Spencer Rattler's a very talented passer, but I think Sellers provides a little bit different of a skill set that's more fun and could be fascinating to watch. I mean, against SEC defenses, if you're primarily going to try and run the football, especially a team that didn't run the football super well last year, it's a pretty big identity change in a quick time. So we'll see what happens down in Columbia, but I'm excited to see Sellers play, watch him throw the football, watch him run the football. It's been a minute since they've run the football well in Columbia. Yeah, it has. Uh, not only that, the one thing, if you, if you want to know the knowns, <clears throat> and it's hard to say all the knowns because the transfer portal and still not knowing what people brought in through all that, but the knowns, of home games against LSU, against Ole Miss, uh, against Texas A&M, and against Missouri, and then road games at Kentucky, uh, at Alabama, at Oklahoma, and, and at Clemson. Like, it's it's a tough, tough task there. Um, they go through, through uh, a, a four-game stretch, and there's an open date in between these. But a four-game stretch of Ole Miss at Alabama, at Oklahoma, and, at te- and, and home against Texas A&M. And I haven't looked at all the numbers, but just based on us previewing 2024 in the offseason as we do and going through some schedules and playing some win games, South Carolina's got the second-hardest schedule I've seen of anybody in the country next year. Number one would be Florida. Florida's schedule is absolutely brutal. But this one might be just as hard, Mickey. This is a really, really challenging schedule, especially when you consider teams like Kentucky, LSU are hoping to have bounce-back years. A team like Oklahoma is looking to sustain their success as they move to the SEC. Texas A&M's got Mike Elko. Missouri's riding high off their best season in forever. this is a really, really tough schedule uh, for Shane Beamer down in Columbia, and I'm interested to see which of these opponents they pick off because you know Beamer's going to get one, right? They're going to get one of these games. They're not going to go defeated against all the ranked opponents. I'm just curious to see who they get and when they get them. You sure they get one? I think I think they get one of LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Texas A&M, and Missouri, and Clemson. Dang, they have eight ranked games, eight, eight preseason ranked games. But what I will say is at Alabama isn't the challenge that it usually is in my eyes. I know you like Kalen DeBoer. I like Kalen DeBoer, too. I think that loses some of the allure with Nick Saban going out the door. I'm not saying that they're going to beat them. Um, but I do think that South Car- I don't think South Carolina is going four and eight and losing all the games that they're expected to lose. I think that Sellers is a dynamic enough talent to push them over the hump in one or two of these games. So, uh, first impressions are five and seven, six and six range. But I don't think it's going to be an ultimate disaster, and, and they're going to lose every game they're projected to lose. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, it starts with home games because I've done that stat before, and and, and I'll get into it. Um, Maybe maybe in a segment we can, but but they've got to start winning their home games. Um, he had a home loss in year one to uh, Kentucky, and, and a home loss to Clemson, and and that was in year one. Uh, in year two, the the good South Carolina year so far, the eight and five season so far un, under Shane Beamer, he suffered. I think I'm right by saying this. A home loss to Georgia, a home loss to Missouri, um, and in year three, so those are um, power five right there. Those are, are two losses uh, apiece in, in those two years. And then this past year, I think I'm right by saying this. Um, look it up for sure. This past year, they get a home loss to Florida, 
a home loss and a home loss to Clemson. So you can't have two of the. I mean, they got to have two this year because you know how difficult it's going to be. But they've got to hold some more serves at yeah, home. Yeah, you, you can't afford to lose two games a year at home in the SEC. Um, and like this past year, I felt where the wheels fell off was losing to Florida at home yes. off of an open date. You yeah, that, that that's yeah, just a can't yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's totally a can't agree. happen. That. They can't. They can't have something similar happen to that this year, or or it could get ugly down in Columbia. If, if you have to go to Alabama and to Oklahoma, and uh, to Clemson, and to Kentucky, then you have to win some home games. Yeah. And so now that is LSU, that is Ole Miss, that is A and M, and that is Missouri. And maybe A and M is going to be really good. I don't know yet. Missouri's supposed to be better. I don't know yet. But you got to start winning those home games. I'm not sure anybody's expecting them to beat. I don't know if you know Ole Miss. Who knows what they have yet? And I'm, I'm not sure what LSU's going to have yet. But the point is, if Williams Bryce is as good as, as they were told it is, you got to start winning his home games. you got to yeah. do much more of that for sure. Agreed. 654 uh, Roar, 654 We get some Adams and Co. Roofing text line here in a second. Do you start paying attention to Joe Lenardi stuff now? Do you, are you a Joe Lenardi guy, uh, Ken Palm guy? You start watching seedings? I, I don't – I think, first of all, let me say this. In the past, I don't care about bubble. Like, everybody worries about bubble. Well, bubble teams don't do anything in the tournament. I think the most important part of the last few weeks of the season, the, the, the most important part of the bracketology stuff is the one lines. Because one lines, there's a big difference in a one line and a two line. Yeah. Because if you're a one, you get a four in a, in a quarters potentially rather than getting a three. There's a big difference in a three and a four because as a three, you get a two in the quarters rather than maybe a one. So a five and a four, there's a difference maybe there, how the five twelve works and all that. To me, those are much, much important storylines as far as what happens in the, in, the, in the basketball tournament itself. With that said, how much Lenardi, how much Kemp, how much do you watch brackets and lines and, and, and where these people are? I keep up with it every day, to be honest. I follow right. a couple of the accounts on Twitter that, that go deep into it and do like a daily bracket projection. Yeah. Lenardi's pretty good um, compared to what the average would be. He's definitely above average, and he's the ESPN guy, right? So he's going yes. to get the clicks, and he's earned that acclaim. But there are a couple people that have a, a better pulse on the exact seating and, and who's on the bubble and how the bubble is working. But, Mickey, the more I think about it for Clemson – I'd rather be a six seed than a four or a five, just to be completely honest with because? you, because you get to avoid the one seed in the Sweet 16. I mean, you want to talk about Clemson was a five seed in 2018. Yeah. They won the matchup versus their 12. They blew out Auburn as the four, and then they ran into a team that went to the final four. I, that Kansas team was really, really good, and yeah. all of the one seeds are legit. You're not going to find a one seed that's fraudulent or easy to beat, and Clemson would be underdogs by five-plus points to every single one seed, at least. I'm guessing. Yeah, UConn and, and Purdue and Houston. And Those are really, really, yeah, really good basketball that, teams. Yeah. But so, my point through all that is, like, I don't care about Cincinnati or Providence or Wake Forest. They're not going to do anything in the tournament. An Ole Miss, a uh, you know, Utah, or Nebraska. You might as well I throw mean, Virginia. Come in on, there. man, Virginia's Virginia. Back on the they're board. not going to do anything. Where, where, the difference in in is Tennessee a two or are they a three? Is Kansas a two? Is Marquette a two? Is North Carolina a two? Is Marquette a one? You know that that's way bigger deal to me. Auburn, Auburn can win the national championship this year, in my opinion. I, I think that Auburn and Alabama are two teams that fly a little bit under the radar yep. because they give up a lot of points and yep. they play at a super frenetic pace. But with that being said, when they're hitting their shots, they're as hard to beat as anybody in the country. Totally like agree. 
Alabama hung in a game with Purdue and, and took them down to the final whistle. Like Bama and Bama and Auburn, when they get in the NCAA tournament, are two teams I'll likely have in my Sweet 16 or maybe even my Elite Eight, just because I, I think that their upside is so high, it's impossible to deny that they can win the national championship. Yeah, I, I'm looking at at the threes and the fours right now and what Lenardi has. Sign me up for playing Illinois or Creighton. Sign me up for playing um, a Wisconsin. Uh, sign me up for for playing a Baylor yeah. or an Iowa State before I had to play an Auburn. Oh, absolutely. Or Alabama right now. And on top of that, I, I do think out of that bunch, Creighton is probably the worst matchup. But if we're just going off the net rankings, I know Lenardi's got his projections I think Clemson's got a legitimate shot. Once you get outside of the one seeds, I think Clemson could beat everybody in the country, if you want me to be completely honest with you. And, yeah, obviously. So your ones right now would be? Your ones are probably Purdue or or UConn, Purdue, Arizona, and Houston are probably your ones. If that is the case, you think Clemson? I think Clemson could beat anybody else. I think they can beat anybody else in the country on a neutral floor. Yes. Kansas or beat Marquette? Kansas has had some major injury issues. I think P.J. Hall could pro. They don't play very well away from from Allen Fieldhouse. And also, I think P.J. could pull Hunter Dickinson out of the paint. That could be a bad matchup for Kansas. Think they could beat Tennessee? I think they could beat – man, Tennessee gets beaten – Rick Barnes gets beaten much every year. They they have a game where they completely go belly over and put up 56 points. It happens every year. It's usually the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. I'd rather play Tennessee than Auburn right now. Absolutely. I'd Um, rather play Tennessee than rematch Alabama 10 times out of 10. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Good stuff. Hey, let's touch on some Adams and Curry text line. Uh, we're, we're Upcountry Fiber Studios. Come by and and uh, see Upcountry Fiber for strong connection in your in your home internet, in your office uh, internet, in your home phones, office phones, or, or HD TV. It's Upcountry Fiber and UpcountryFiber.com. Get in touch with those good folks. They'll help you out there for sure. Uh, Faxon, have you done your um, your LLC yet? I have not. Okay. Got to get over to the Patterson Sex okay. Service ASAP. Just want to make sure you do that. Or else. i tell you what to do. Can we... Can you give me the difference in what you paid in your taxes? When you go to the Patrick's Tax Service and you do your LLCs, can you pay me the difference in, in how much money they're going to save you just for the finder fee? <laughs> for the finder's fee? Yes, yes. Because they're going to help you out, friend. And uh, when I I told you, the first time I went to the Patterson Tax Service, Russell's like, dude, because I brought my last couple of years in before, he's like, we got to amend these because you're paying way too much money. I ended up didn't do it. So let's just move forward with it because, you know, I was just uh, – when, when I was doing my own, like I was very, very careful and, and uh, like didn't know the the options ahead of me. I pay for their expertise, but I save money by doing it. It's, a, it's the best investment I made for my business yet is going to Patterson's Tax Service. Got a text a, a couple years ago. They saved a business. A guy was going out of business because he owed so much. The Patterson Tax Service saved his business. That's what we're talking about. Their expertise and their knowledge of the tax code. P-A-T-T-X.com, 864-859-8289. Let's touch on some of our texts, phone calls if you want to do it. Final segment of a Tuesday show right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive. For both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. You might not know this, but the Ingalls Bakery is actually a bakery. As in, we bake things. Really delicious things. Things like crusty breads just waiting for that scrumptious strawberry jam. Apple fritters to pair perfectly with that morning cup of coffee cakes for any occasion, 
customized to your precise standards. And did we mention the cookies? It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, the scenic views stick around after the sun sets, and your favorite cocktails keep you company long after overtime. Where else can you unwind with bourbon and late-night bites? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, when you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1.30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson, Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advanced registration is required. clemsonareachamber.org. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend, so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's ramp.com slash sports. Is switching your wireless service to Total by Verizon easy? Totalmente. And you get unlimited 5G data? $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan? At an amazing price? With no contracts? Should you switch to Total by Verizon? Definitely. Uh, I mean... Totalmente. Find a store or switch suavemente at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate without a pay, plus taxes and fees. Discount begins the month after you enroll. Additional terms apply. See website for data management practices. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screen porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. With eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Roar. 
knocking down topics like bowling pins. Straight down the middle. No hook, no spin, no fuss. Anything more, and this becomes figure skater. We are the Roar. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road. Gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changing the atmosphere. Architecture, I'm familiar. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun. My friend Eric Snyder has Snyder Tree Care. These are a team of arborists. Um, Faction, do you know any arborists? Zero. I didn't until I met Eric and, and the folks at, at uh, uh, Snyder Tree Care. So you're, a, you're a basketball geek. You're a sports geek. These people are tree geeks. They don't know anything about sports. You only think about trees. So if I want to know what the seating looks like for, um, for Creighton, I'm going to ask you. I'm not going to ask Eric Snyder. But, if, but if, when it comes to riding a bike, or, or tree care. I'm not going to ask you. You don't know anything about either one of them. <laughs> Think about Eric Snyder, <laughs> Snyder Tree Care Company. We love them. We love uh, the great folks over at Snyder Tree Care. It's uh, Snyder Tree Care at 833-4-MY-TREE. Do some planning when it comes to your trees and mitigating any kind of uh, hazardous type situation. Uh, growth regulators, fertilizers, pruning. Uh, trees and shrubs, planting that out. Let them tour your property for free and give you an estimate on or, or an estimation of what you need to do. So great friends at Snyder Tree Care. And these are good guys. Speaking of not knowing, um, is Kane going to win? We asked Kane about winning any kind of trophies. He didn't win trophies, does he? I've got I've got no loyalty to that guy anymore. He's no done, loyalty done to Harry Kane. Speaking of loyalty, though, you make a very good point during the break. We're talking about Clemson football. And you said, if you want to – Make the move in Clemson football. Just get a Georgia quarterback. Homer Jordan won a national championship. Deshaun Watson won a national championship. Homer Jordan out of out of Athens, Georgia. Uh, Deshaun Watson won a national championship out of Gainesville, Georgia. And Trevor Lawrence won a national championship out of Cartersville, Georgia. Let's go back and look at Clemson's starting quarterbacks and where they're from. I'll give you the last guy from Georgia who didn't win a national championship. All right, DJ was from California. That didn't work out. Well, first of all, K Club in year one. Charlie Tell still got potentially – Two more years of starting here. We'll we'll see what comes out of that. You could say potentially three. Potentially, does, three. does he have the COVID year, or is the COVID year gone? Was that after he got here? Mm, I would I say two more years. Two more years. All right. DJ didn't work out like we thought it would work out for him from California. All right. Uh, Trevor, those years worked out really, really good. Kelly Bryant, one starting year that he had from the state of South Carolina, was good. I would say that Kelly Bryant is one of the more underrated players in Clemson football history and does not were, get enough credit. Right. They were pretty good through all that. Obviously, it worked out for Deshaun Watson, correct? Yes. Tosh Boyd had good years here. Great quarterback. From Virginia. Great player. Yeah. Great guy as well, but from Virginia. Oh, yeah. uh, but won some conference championships, obviously. Uh, Kyle Parker um, was from – where am I going crazy around Kyle Parker? Kyle Parker from? I should know this. Right? Uh, baseball, football, and that didn't work out great for the most part. Um, Kyle Parker from Jacksonville, Florida. Yep. 
Yep, I knew that. Boy. Wait, wait, wait. No, actually, no, no, he, he, Wikipedia is saying he's from Georgia, actually. No, nah, he, he he played down in Jacksonville. Okay. All right. Cullen Harper was a, was a quarterback from Georgia. Okay. So that's the last one from Georgia in 2008. Went seven and six. Wasn't great for Cullen Harper. But since then, the Georgia quarterback to Clemson pipeline has been stellar. Before and after. Uh, we got to two, two in a row there. Before that, he started uh, – Will Proctor's from Florida. That didn't work out great in 2006. I'd say I do, do the, the five-star guys. Of course, Homer Jordan was not a five-star guy. My, my friend Reggie tells a story that he was at practice as a little kid and that Homer was like the eighth quarterback and only had, had – uh, or ninth quarterback. There's an odd number there. So he ended up throwing his little high school kid or middle school kid. He ended up throwing with Homer while the, other, the first eight threw to each other or seven or whatever. It was an odd number. So he had to throw with Homer through all that. Charlie Whitehurst was from Georgia. That worked out pretty good for the most part, right? Yep. I mean, he has the ideal career path of holding a clipboard, getting paid millions, and yeah. looking cool and getting to be in the NFL. Willie Simmons was from Florida, and that was pretty good for the most part. Woody Danchel was from South Carolina, and that worked out pretty good for him. Mickey, we missed a quarterback in the Clemson quarterback lore that we did not address. We missed Cole Stout. And shame on us for missing Cole Stout because he was briefly the starting quarterback for Clemson. Mm, yes. Yeah. Not uh, not from Georgia. No, not from Georgia. Where's Cole Stout from? I should know these things. Te- text line saying Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Streeter was from Virginia. I think I'm right by saying that. No, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Uh, Gettysburg. His dad was a high school coach up there in Pennsylvania. Um, before that, you had Neilon Green. Knee! Was Neeline from Pennsylvania? Can you look that one up for me? Yeah. Neeline Green started as a freshman. Started a, basically a four-year starter here. Knee. And um, didn't go great through some of those years. Go Get back to Clemson's. Neeline Green was born in Yonkers, New York. New York. That's right. He's a New York guy. He was recruited by yep. former Raiders interim. Rich Masasia. There you go. I was in Rich Masasia's Rich Masasia's office when Neeline Green committed to Clemson through it all. Um, so before Neilon, he had Patrick Sapp, Jacksonville guy, Pat Sapp. Richard Moncrief was from Alabama and uh, a great guy. Sean Cameron was from, I should know these, man. I followed all these guys throughout all that. Uh, Mickey Texter gets in and says, Faxon, why do you think Kelly Bryant is underrated? Didn't turn the ball over, plus legs, made the college football playoff as a number one seed. Honestly, for one full season of starting after coming off a national championship, you know, I'm not going to say lived up to expectations, yeah. but Kelly didn't turn the ball over much. He ran the ball really well. His arm was good enough, and that defense was elite. The team was still really good, and he didn't screw up the season. So The, the I, staff did a great job of down and distance with him. Yeah, that's what I would say as well. Yeah. It was like down and distance type of player. Yeah. Deshaun Cameron was from Georgia, and it, it went good with him. They were 9-2-1 and one in his one year as a starting quarterback. Uh, or two years because he started – he was 10-2 uh, and two in 1990. Mickey, we have both of the polar opposites on the text line. From yep. 703, we have, please never mention Neilon Green again. And then another Nick. texter says, loved Neilon Green. <laughs> My favorite Neilon Green story is I'm on the sidelines uh, for a game, and and, uh, and Neilon was not the best pass in the world. And they, they threw a ball over on the sidelines, and he overthrew it. There was pass interference. The defensive back just tackled the wide receiver. And they throw a flag for pass interference, but they wave it off for the ball is uncatchable. And 
Tommy West was standing really close to me, the head coach at the time. And there's another guy I was talking to on the sidelines, great friend that we were sitting down there close. And when I said the ball was uncatchable, I, I said, I could have told you that before the play was called. <laughs> but Tommy West did not like that too much, uh, as I, I heard about that later. Chris Morocco, that's Zippy's boy. He was from, from Athens, from Georgia. And 10-2 and and in his starting season. Rodney Williams was from South Carolina. Uh, obviously did uh, the winningest quarterback of all times before all of that. And then uh, Randy Anderson was a starter before that in 85, uh, before Rodney got taken out. He was from South Carolina as well. You go back, Mike Epley was from Charlotte in 1984, um, going back to Homer Jordan, national championship. So we had a couple of Georgia guys in there, Sean Cameron and, and Cullen Harper through all this. So it's not, it's not a foolproof system for Georgia, but your three national championship winning quarterbacks? All from Georgia. Athens, uh, Gainesville, and Lawrenceville. So even North Georgia, Northeast Georgia. I won't open the can of worms of uh, Deshaun or Trevor Lawrence today because I know that we differ in opinion on who the better player Trevor was. Trevor Lawrence Clemson. was the best quarterback at Clemson. Uh, no doubt about that. Hey, uh, let me tell you. I mean, not, it's not, not debatable. Through that. Uh, uh, we, we could debate it, but we would need more than yeah, four minutes remaining in the show. You, you, you'd lose that debate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, our great friends at, at uh, Carolina Flooring Specialists, 404 uh, Right now, they're giving you $200 off of your garage floors. Um, your your garage can look amazing if you have a four, uh, anything over 400 square feet which most two car garages are going to be mention my name Mickey to get $200 off uh, I'm, I'm not surprised by this but but uh, Tim Worley tells me that this, this uh, pr- promo their 25th anniversary promo is going great right now so, so I can't thank the folks that are doing this call them today and save you $200 off your garage floor and you mention my name uh, Mickey Plowler at Carolina Flooring Specialist uh, hey, uh, let me give you my Brad Hughes stuff. Um, Clemson, uh, in, our, in our first part of the show, Eric Backett said, we're not facing Presbyterian College today. We're facing the 27 Yankees, meaning the the powerful Bronx Bombers, because Rusty Farr is hitting 733. Jackson uh, Hungus is hitting 625. Joel uh, Drago is hitting 583. Ryan Oates is hitting 500. Noah Le- uh, LeBron's hitting 500. Uh, you go down, their fifth leading hitter on the season is Jack Garman hitting 385. As a team, they're hitting 424. <laughs> I mean, this team, sl- they're slugging in a 729 clip right now. Their own base percentage is 561. In, in a four game set, they had 50 hits and 58 runs. 16 runs in three consecutive games to end the series. Unbelievable, man. They were pounding the baseball last week. So, great stuff there. Uh, Austin Gordon and the uh, Tiger pitching staff trying to hold down the 27 Yankees coming up today. I love how he put that out there. And the other thing that, that Eric Backett said I love so much was on Saturday he said, we left a small village on base <laughs> from this past weekend. Good stuff from Coach Backett. And the vertical rise in the fastball. I love hearing some of those technical terms there from Coach Backett. That's brought to you by a good friend, Eric, I mean, a, a good friend, uh, Brad Hughes, Brad Hughes at com. You know, uh, you still see my car out there. I hit the deer last week. Got my uh, March date set up through through those folks and getting my rental car and uh, getting that uh, fender and hood all fixed for me. So all thanks to my great friends uh, over at Brad Hughes, Brad Hughes Allstate Insurance Agency. They've done a great job with that, Brad Hughes, uh, Allstate.com, 292-3001. Skip the music, buddy. Two-minute, Joe. What do you got for me? Obviously, Presbyterian today and getting to talk to Coach Backage was cool, but must-win game. I think we're both in agreement tomorrow for Clemson men's basketball down at McCamish Pavilion in Georgia Tech. It's been a house of horrors for the Tigers over the last five years or so. Last year actually went down there and blew them out. 
Uh, Passner's thing at Georgia Tech was always that big 1-3-1 zone, if you remember, Mickey, that they would play. It would usually give Clemson fits. Brownell cracked the code last year in McCamish. Now, new regime at Georgia Tech. See if the Tigers can get some revenge for dropping that game earlier in the season uh, in Little John. We got to do that for sure. Mine too, Mitt Drew, brought to you by Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com for all the real estate needs. Everything you want in Clemson, South Carolina, everything you want in the upstate South Carolina is ericnewton.com. Full service real estate, rental properties, managing rental properties, uh, homes, selling homes, buying homes, building your home, renovating your home or business. Commercial properties is ericnewton.com. My two Minute Drew is Saturday I was going to go see Clemson and Kennesaw. Now I got to stay at home. Fax is on the call. So we'll, uh, we'll keep up with that. Good luck with that. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, good stuff for sure. Let me thank Eric Backett, Clemson baseball coach. Uh, Dr. Milt Louder from Amplus.com and Tony Morell of TheBigSpur.com. and a good Tuesday with you. Best day of the week this week. Best day of the week this week. A little bit of a curveball in the schedule, but still the best day of the week. Great luck on your exam tomorrow. Uh, break a leg as far as that goes. Up next to my favorite people, John and Brad. Friends, have a wonderful Tuesday. Most importantly, tune in tomorrow. That's what we will see right here on the radio. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar.